Beautiful game described by two ugly gentlemen. Glory to Columbus! Who are probably sitting at a soccer bar near you. McBride's in the box. A hard cross. McBride scores! It's 3 0 United States! Welcome to Bone and Bean United. Happy Soccer Podcast Day. What is up? I am Bone. And I am Beam. And uh, yeah, we're here. We're having both of us, I think, are having a little bit of a long week this yeah. week. I think that's fair to say. So we're uh we're happy to be here finally, because Whenever we get to record the podcast, that means, one, our week is almost over. Yes. It also means we get to hang out and talk soccer, which we very much enjoy. And it also means that... Yeah, well, you, is, you and I get to catch up on things. Yeah, we always get to catch up. I am I was telling Beam before the show, I'm reading a book about the investigation of the CIA in the 1960s. And I called you a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> no, it's not... I mean, it's the, the Senate did this. I Frank Church, look him up. Church Committee, that's what I'm reading about. So it's just... I didn't make this up, and I'm not sitting here now like, look at the, look at it, man. You got to see, and I'm smoking <laughs> cigarettes all of a sudden. Like, I'm not saying that now. I'm saying back that's in the tw- 60s. No, 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 that's in 20 years when you're uh, going to be saying Well, that. you know what? This might be the first page of a long book. <laughs> you're right. Where I've opened, a, I've opened a book, and I can't ever Pandora's shut it again. box. That's we right. Not close that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, anyway, that's what I've been reading, but uh, we got a lot to get to today. We are going to talk about, we have an email from a listener we're going to discuss uh, which I thought was uh, great to see. We always love getting emails and or tweets. You can tweet us at BoneBeamUnited. More on that in a second. Uh, your guy, Marcus Rashford, not your guy, not having. He's my my guy, but we need to tighten things up a little bit. Yeah, Manchester United having some interesting news around them as we are on deadline day yeah. as it, it sits right now. By the time you hear this, this will, deadline day will most likely be over. But in the meantime. We've got some of that stuff as well, including a rumor about a former manager at Manchester United making his way back to Old Trafford. He'll be mentioned a few times in this podcast. Oh, I think so. I think so. Uh, and then we've got to keep our 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 former ridiculous uh, Spanish players, we've got to sort them out. We have Xavi and Xavi, yeah. <laughs> both of whom are being mentioned for various reasons when it comes to managing huge clubs. So we are talking about those guys kind of on different trajectories of their career right now. One in, one out with the um, going on at Liverpool with yes. Jurgen Klopp. Well, and that broke right after our show last week. Of yes. course it did. Yes. So we will talk about Jurgen Klopp as well and get into all that. Uh, and obviously, you know, the crew are starting up their preseason too. So as we get a little closer to that, we're by the time you hear this, we're gonna, this is we're recording this on the first day of February. Yeah. So we are. We are in the month where the crew start playing soccer. That is to defend their cup for 2024. You know, it's really funny. I mean, working at a sports radio station. Now, you and I do a soccer podcast, right? Like, but everybody here is involved in sports one way or the other. And each person has their sports that are their favorites and teams that they kind of pay most attention to, right? Like, I pay attention to what's going on in European soccer, and we pay attention to what's going on in the crew. And, like, if you ask Anthony Rothman, like, he pays attention to every single thing that's happening with the Columbus Blue Jackets. That's right. And Timmy Hall with, like, the men's Ohio State basketball team. So, like, each person kind of has their own, like, specialty a little bit. And when I said this the other day on the show, I'm like, yeah, crew is starting to play here in, like, five weeks' time. This was, I think, last week. And our producer, Shark, who knows really, I mean, nothing about soccer. He doesn't want to learn. I'm like, that's fine. You know, that's your prerogative. It's not his thing. Yeah, right, he, yeah. yeah, that's, I get that's it. okay, Shark. Like, he's he watches every Guardians game. Yeah. Even if he goes on vacation, he tapes it, comes back home and watches it. Like, that's how much of a psychopath he is. Right. He's like, I just don't have any 
mental fortitude. He loves, yeah, he loves baseball. He loves a lot of other sports. That's yeah, fine. like he's he's watching just about everything. But I was explaining how the crew were getting ready to play in their season, and I was explaining the FA Cup to him, and his eyes just went. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's trying to so... ex- trying to explain a competition that starts in August and ends in June, and how every professional team slash semi professional team registered under the FA plays in this. Like he just had no idea, and he's like, "Wait, the crew start? I thought they just finished in December." I'm like. They did. <laughs> He's like, yeah. That's how. That's how quickly this off season is going. Yeah, it's it's been. That, that's just. It's just hard to get to, for a non soccer fan. I think yeah. it's like Star Trek. I've There's said no this before. At all. Well, yeah, but I also feel like it's such a huge universe where if someone just starts talking about something in Star Trek or even Star Wars, I guess you could say they're both different, but they have similar thing where it's like, where do you begin? Mm-hmm. You know, where do you start with all that stuff? So, I totally get when people are, you know. Have a difficulty with it's that. overwhelming. It really yeah. is. Speaking of the FA Cup, we have to highlight this. Uh, last Saturday, Maidstone United, sixth division club, beating Ipswich Town, a yeah. team that is in the top two or three in championship. Top Very, two, I think. Yeah, I, I think they're yeah they're one of the two that are like running away with it. Clearly, going to be promoted. They'll be up in the Premier League next year, and great for them. Ipswich Town, in their own right, is a nice story. But Maidstone beating them. That or made stone, I should say. Exactly. <laughs> that is. Uh, they that are is, lower. That that would be on the on the scale of things. Yeah. That's lower than the shrimpers. Yeah, your shrimpers. Well, you should we call it the Wrexham scale, where it's like how how much above or below Wrexham are they? Shrimpers are one below Wrexham. These guys are two. Yes. Divisions below Wrexham, which is viewed as like wow, what a tiny little club that's fighting along. That's where these guys are. Yeah. So they. They had to play, I think, six matches before this. <laughs> Whereas I think didn't the Premier League clubs just jump into the FA Cup like, like last month? Yeah, 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 right. So they, this is one of those teams that I, they're not. They're basically semi-professional at best. I mean, you've you've got professional players there. You got guys that are, but the, but this is they're working other things. Yeah, like this they is work a job. Yeah, and they, uh, I want to say the the shots, total not shots on goal, but shots in total. Uh, Ipswich Town had about 30, and Maidstone had two, and Maidstone won two to one. <laughs> like, not shots. Like, their only shots they had were on goal and went in. That's it. Like, that was Maidstone. And then Ipswich, I think, I forget how many saves their goalkeeper made. It was made on me. the road, too. Like, it was yeah, at Ipswich. Yeah, of course. Well, yeah. yeah. It was It was an incredible feat by them to get that win. <laughs> I've got the box score in front of okay. me on Fought Mob. What, what was that? I'm, I'm... 78% possession <laughs> yeah. for Ipswich. I figured that. Uh, again, I'm not a big proponent of the expected goals, but in this, like, I kind of I kind of get I the argument. I think expected goals is probably fair to bring 3. up 3.66 expected <laughs> goals for Ipswich down 0.84 to Maidstone, mm. 38 total shots 38 for Ipswich, was. Okay. two I mean, for Maidstone, I told you. both I told went you. in, <laughs> and then six big chances for Ipswich, they only put a, put in away one. Yeah, I mean, their keeper had a great, great day. He, I saw them after the game, like after the Look game. Look at they, this they, shot they, chart. They, oh, yeah. <laughs> the shot chart looks like Looks on, like an NBA shot chart. Yeah, well, you're right. Like the, the Ipswich side looks like an NBA shot chart. The other side looks like, I don't even know. Like it looks like someone started to make it and then was like, ah, screw it. And Except just gave there's up. those soccer ball indications that <laughs> signify a goal. Yeah, like, it's, like, shots, so, it's like a kid put two soccer stickers, soccer yeah. ball stickers on a <laughs> shot chart. That's it. Yeah, it's it's wild. You remember that Celtic and Barcelona game from back in the day in the Champions League, where Celtic I either won two to one or one to nothing over Barcelona, and it was similar 
I mean, it was a similar looking box. How score. long? How long ago do you, was this? I'm trying. I'm. It I was don't... 2012. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't Celtic beat Barcelona off the top of my head at home in 2012, and this ESPN box score isn't even loading because it was. Yeah. So, I, mean, I mean, it was so long ago. 12 um, years ago, right? Yeah. I mean, it was. Yeah. That's that's right. It's 12 years. Crazy. Ago. This is 2024. That uh, is, right I now. just felt, let me tell you, my back just started hurting because I'm just feeling the old. As I said, that's 2012 is 12 years ago. I That's gross. It was something like 85% possession for Barcelona, 15% for Celtic, and Celtic ended up winning. Yeah, it was 84% to 16% for Barcelona, <laughs> 25 shot attempts, eight shots on goal for Barcelona, Celtic five shot attempts, three on goal, two goals. Celtic win like an all time favorite. Oh like, whenever that oh happened, and that's in the Champions League. So I mean, that's a little bit different. Like that's a big story for Celtic and their history, and that's such a memorable game. I mean, here we are in Columbus, Ohio, talking about it twelve years later. Um, like there are famous games, you know, for clubs in their history, and like that again in the Champions League. This in the FA Cup. That's what we love about the FA Cup because you get you get stuff like this. Yes, that's right. I I'm with you. This is spectacular like it's that's that's the whole thing you want and I think if I'm not mistaken and it's kind of funny I didn't see who I I think there's a there's a replay that has to happen right because whoever whatever side wherever they would go next Maidstone the teams that they would play they they ended up tying so they have to have a replay Sheffield or Coventry right but it's two teams that are not Premier League teams yeah so they were bummed yeah they were that's the if people don't understand that that this they know, like, this thing's ending yeah. soon. They, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's, they're lucky they got to this point. Yeah. So they were really hoping, what if we get to host a Premier League team? Or what if we go on the road to a giant Premier League stadium and we're watching our team play for once? And instead, I mean, not that this is bad. I mean, those are still two gigantic clubs by comparison to Maidstone. But what if they pull it off? It's like the uh, the story we were talking about in the French League, right? Remember that like semi-pro team that drew PSG and like they were all super excited about it. Yeah. And the final score, I think off the top of my head, if I'm remembering correctly in that PSG game was 12 to one. Like (laughs) they they kind of know what's going to happen, but at the same time, it's like, boy, I get to play Killian Mbappe. Yeah. I just, I wanted to see, cause this is the type of thing where a a moment like that happens. I want to jump right on the bandwagon and buy like a shirt or something. And, uh, I don't know. It says here that you can. You can buy like a scarf. You can buy a baseball cap. They've got some different things, but I'm guessing that they're sold out of everything. Yes. Looking at their shop. I'm just trying to see here. Let's see what the away replica shirt. Can I even get one? Their away shirt actually looks a little bit like an Argentina kit. It's got the the light blue and white. Uh, That says they got a lot of sizes. You know what? Two in stock for the three X's. There you go. All right. Might just have to jump on that. 42 pounds. Like seven hundred dollars. I have no idea how much that is. <laughs> I don't know conversion. PSG know beat Revel nine nil. So oof, oof. That's... But this is why we love it, and that's why they wanted to play a Premier League. Team. Yeah, of course. What a great story. It's how fun. Many, there, there will be no more opportunities for them in the history of no ever. But you know what? They they had a moment, and I was reading about their history. This is a team that in ninety two they basically ran out of money, and the club had to shut down. So what they did was say, all right, well, Maidstone United is dead. Let's get Maidstone youth boys team, whatever. And let's the like local investors just said, we'll pump some money into that. And they had to start all the way over at the very, very bottom, bottom of the system. And they've, it's taken all that time to get up to the sixth division. They did not have an infusion of cash from like some 
Ryan royal Reynolds, family somewhere. Yeah. yeah, or Ryan Reynolds or whatever. Like they they are just making their way and got all this. So good for them. I hope I hope they sell a bunch of jerseys and bar scarves. I don't know if you've been paying attention to what's going on in the Bundesliga, but I just saw this story come out. I mean, you're familiar with the team Schalke, right? Yeah, the yeah. Bundesliga yeah, team. Of course. Uh, so they got relegated last I, year. I remember that, yeah. They got relegated. They're down in Bundesliga 2. Now, the problem is that Schalke sit right on the relegation spot. Oh, no. Again, to drop down. Oh, no. To, to the, well, I don't know what's under Bundesliga 2. Like, I, I have no clue. Um, so they're tied with Hansa Rostock and uh-huh. 20 points for oh, the yeah. last the last spot. Uh, Braunschweig and Ansrabach. Are the other two teams that are behind them in the standings? Bronswein and Anschrabach. Those are good when they beers. Get it, when they get it going, you gotta yeah, you, you gotta, gotta get ready. That's you gotta watch out for them. But yeah. it said that if Schalke get relegated because they owe X amount of dollars, like they owe one hundred sixty five million dollars, oh I think gosh. that if they get relegated again, they will like like Maidstone, they will cease to become a club. Like oh they my will, gosh! Like they will just evaporate and they will have to start over from the bottom of like the German of the German system. Oh my! Gosh. Like that story just came out yesterday. I was kind of reading about it. I'm like that. I mean, Schalke. Yeah, they're huge. Good, I mean, yeah, good I, team. Yeah, I'm sure they're. I I remember looking up their stadium at one point, and I don't think it's small. I want to say like a lot of those German stadiums, it's a nice 40, 40 to sixty thousand seater type place to have that club go under. I mean, I really hope that's not the case. But yeah, you would figure if they get relegated from the Bundesliga, they'd be down sixty three thousand. Yeah, it's okay. I'm not wrong. It's not a small place at all. I mean, this. That's disaster for that club. If I mean, unless again, unless we're not understanding something here, where it's like, oh yeah, clubs do this all the time in Germany. It's not the same thing mm-hmm. as in England, where there's twelve divisions or whatever it is. Like, I mean, I don't know how bad this is for them, but that sounds not great. Bone, they beat Inter in 1996, 97 to win the Champions League. Schalke, yeah, no, no, that, <laughs> that's, I know. That's, that's a great. Yes, I'm saying that is a a club that. While they have not probably kept up with Borussia Dortmund, let alone Bayern sure. Munich, you know, I wouldn't. It's a ma- it's a massive. Team. I thought I remember when we talked about it last year. Like that's a big deal that they got relegated. But I would assume like most of those clubs that do right back up, you know, in the next year, and then and then you we'll find out, right? But like if Everton got relegated, that would be shocking. Yeah. Would you expect Everton to do anything other than get like a million points in championship and be right back up in Premier League? No. I mean, that's, oh, you wouldn't expect, oh, yeah, yeah, I see. <laughs> I mean, yes. I don't know if I phrased no. it. I would expect them You'd to expect immediately to- <laughs> jump back in. Yes. No. Yeah, I said, I don't even know how I phrased it, so that's bad. All right. It, like I said, it's been a long week. All right. Uh, we, we'd have one other piece of business, then we'll get into some news. Uh, although we kind of started with news, but that's fine. We have been kicking this idea around. I think we may have broached the subject, breached the subject, talked about it on this podcast. And that is at some point in the future, we would like to do a series of maybe one-off little podcasts yeah. where we just sit down and talk about a person in soccer for like a half an hour. Yeah, and we'll, 25, 30 minutes, however long we deem it fit. Yeah, and we'll do actual research. Like we'll look into some stuff. We'll get to know some stuff. Maybe we'll even throw some highlights in there. We'll make it something but we thought especially sometimes you know over the summer maybe over like a winter break there's times where we're just like you know there's not as much going on some of the leagues are kind of shut down for a bit or whatever well what can we put in there or when we go on vacation what kind of things 
you know, can we use to... Like I was looking at our PTO schedule. We are both off the last week in March. I would imagine yeah. that's your kid's spring break. Yep. That's, that's my wife's spring break. Exactly We're going right. on vacation. Yep. Like, yep. if we can get one done, and that time being like, instead of having a episode that week where we react to everything that's happened in the past week and look forward to the weekend, then we'd be like, okay, here's, you know, your half hour, here's your hour long. Yeah, yeah. Just on, on people and soccer. Like, r- random people. Right. And so we were thinking... We'd love to hear from you as to who are some of those people you'd like to see. Now, I guess the way I'm putting this together in my head beam is it's someone that when you hear their name, you go, oh, wow. Like that, yeah, that that's someone that is wildly interesting. Maybe not totally just because of on the field stuff, but certainly on the field has to be a part of it. And I and I do think managers count for this. I think well, it all got started because of Jose Mourinho. Like that's why yeah. we this idea kind of was workshop yeah. from. Exactly right. When you hear Jose Mourinho, you think about for a non-soccer fan, you know, if they hear that name, they may not. They're like, I've heard of that guy, maybe, or maybe they show him a picture. They say, Oh yeah, I think I've seen him somewhere. But if you're a soccer fan, you're like, Oh, uh-huh, uh-huh. like it's you know, there's a there's a a thick amount of literature on yeah. that guy and yeah. what all the th- quotes he's had and Love things he said. Me. Love, Love him or hate, hate him. me. You watched. Yeah, exactly right. So I feel like there's something to that of players that had people get a very visceral reaction to it. When you say the name, like you've, you brought up Wayne Rooney when we were talking about this off, you know, before and they don't and, have to be all time greats, but like, I mean, he's so that's a fascinating person for me. Well, you know. and for you as, I mean, obviously you love him and a lot of Manchester United yeah. fans absolutely love him. And a lot of people around soccer respect him, but there were a lot of people too who were like, Oh, Wayne Rooney, geez. Yeah. Okay. We got it. You know, like they just, they weren't fans of his, you know? And so, I think it would be fun to explore that person and really dive deep just because sometimes people pick up soccer midway through these careers or, or after that person is played and they hear the name referenced, but they don't really know what exactly that player did, you know, so, or what that coach did. So you've got some of those ideas, let us know, but do you have any that you want to throw in? I know you said Wayne Rooney's probably one for you. Yeah. Right? Wayne Rooney would be one for me. And I'll take, I'll take Jose on my list just for one of my three, just because that's, you know, that's easy enough, and that way you can have two two better ones. I know we're going to talk about AFCON here in a, in a little bit, but I was thinking maybe maybe two guys supremely fascinating, great careers. I think a Didier Drogba Ooh. would be uh, supremely fascinating yeah. with you know what what he did, uh, and then I think a guy who is supremely underrated and had like one of the best Premier League seasons that nobody ever talks about. We always talk about like best midfielders in the world and. You know, look at Kroos and look at Modric and look at Kevin De Bruyne. Like, I think Yaya Toure for a year was like the best midfielder I've ever seen play with my two eyeballs. Like, I think okay. he would be a fascinating one for sure. sure. I mean, we I can like even that. go back and like some of the you know older machines. Yeah, like, yeah, of course. But I think I think all that I I one that I would have, and again, he is a manager, but also a legendary player. Uh, Zinedine Zidane. Yeah, would be an easy one for me to throw on there. Um, and obviously, you know my love for Luka Modric, but I'm not. I'm not trying to make it all just guys who played for Real Madrid. Yeah. you know. So <laughs> I'm trying to. And I guess Jose wouldn't count, right? Did he? I don't think he ever did that. But yeah. Um, like Ronaldinho came into mind too. Like I think that would be. Yeah, Ronaldinho is one we did talk about. I would. I'm going to throw Ronaldinho in. Not. Not either of the Cristiano or Fat Ronaldo. Right. But Ronaldinho. Evil bald Colin suggested. Um, Kaká, like that would oh, be yeah. like Brazilian Kaka. great, like yep. won the Ballon d'Or, and then Messi and Ronaldo like kind of went on their tears, and Modric was the one to break him up. But like, remember when yeah. he went to Real? Like yeah. that was a 
huge, huge move. Like an Andrea Pirlo would be fascinating to me. I know that you said Chiellini. Like there are just so many, so many, so many people that you could obviously do. But yeah, if you have if you have ideas, you can tweet us at Bone and Beam United. Like people who you know you would want to hear about. Like even like an yeah. Alan and like an Alan Shearer. Oh, like, I would be. I had Alan Shearer as a like a thought that I had written down, but I yes, this is. I think we could do a hundred of these eventually, of course we could. but like, yeah. I'd like to get it narrowed down to 10 and just what I'd honestly like to do is just put out like 10 of them. And then, yeah. Like when we have days where it's like, Hey, we're not here. We'll be like, Hey, this is what we're throwing back into the podcast feed. If you missed it earlier, here's one of our favorite episodes. Alpha Inga Holland, like before Erling. Oh, right. You, you know, know what? Like I, Cause pops, I, like I know be... he played, but I don't know much about well, it. Then at he all. Had the, I mean, he Roy Keane tore his ACL and Holland kind of stood over him and then, Kino a year later went out and just blasted, <laughs> blasted well, him and pretty much ended his career. Like, and Roy Keane would be one that you could have a whole, of course, thing, right? I mean, it's just, yeah. I, I, here's what I would say though. I think my goal for this would be let's get some players from all parts of the globe. Let's not just, you know, like even if I mean like they can play in the premier league clearly, but I wouldn't want to do it on just like 10 dudes from England who played in the premier league. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, right. and I wouldn't want to do it on like 10 South American players. Yeah. I would want to, I would want to have it, all over the world. So like we'll do our best to try to piece together some different players from Europe, some different players from, you know, whether it's Africa or South America, obviously I think we could talk about some U S players as well. Uh, there's clearly players from Asia who had huge impacts as well. So just kind of like going through the, like just get a good mix do you and know, get some managers and coaches in there too. Some influential figures, all that stuff. Do you know what we're doing right now? What is that? You've seen the uh, you know, social media videos or uh, memes that, just say like, you know, dudes can just sit in a room and name guys. <laughs> that's just, that's, that's all. It. That's I, what I, we're I'm just saying. naming we guys. We just name some dudes and dudettes. This is like, one new dude namer. Dudette namer. That's <laughs> dude all we want to do. Dudette namer, yeah. We're going to put some of those. So like I want, Brandy Chastain. She obviously had like the most iconic yeah, picture of all time of and ripping off the jersey and she's in the sports bra and going nuts. It's like what led up? What led up to that? Yeah. What was that moment all about? How how did we get there? Why was that why was that ninety nine World Cup so impactful for right. women's soccer? Like, Look at what? the trajectory that it set us on. Like Yeah, no kidding. Uh so yeah. Tweet us that at Bone Beam United and literally all you just have to say is the name of the person. Yeah, you don't have to explain just it. Tweet us dudes or tweet dudette. us dudes and dudettes and, and we're good with that. Uh <laughs> speaking of a dude, uh this guy is a dude and he is uh saying sayonara. He is waving goodbye off into the sunset he goes. Jurgen Klopp is saying after this season he is done at Liverpool, citing that uh, the amount of energy it takes to be this successful for this long, saying that he's not going to be able to maintain that. I think that's a – that's a, for me, I admire that personally. I mean, I'm sure if you're a Liverpool fan, you're gutted to see it. Yeah, I think it's – I think it was maybe not expected, and I think you were still sad to hear the news, but I think it was maybe expected here, you know, within this year or within next year. And you look at Jurgen Klopp and – obviously what he accomplished at Dortmund and then coming over uh, to Liverpool. I mean, Liverpool for years and years and years were, you know, kind of always the bridesmaid and never the bride, right? I mean, they get in the champions league, they wouldn't win a title. Um, and you have to think like when he came in in 2015, just the, the, the shape that they were in, right? I mean, um, just never the competitive. Sure. Having some nice seasons in there. Fine. Um, but the, what he brought them back to and winning a Champions League and getting the league title done, which they hadn't done for a long time, and then being famously knocked off their perch, as Sir Alex Ferguson said, like kind of laying in dormancy for a while. You know, like that was always kind of the joke. It's like, ah, Liverpool's not gonna win the league again. Like, look at them, they're gonna fall down the stretch. Like, yeah, like that's what that's what Liverpool was for a, like 
a lot of my soccer watching until, you know, the recent five years or so when he's had some unbelievable success, like Liverpool was always the butt of the joke. Mm-hmm. And Jurgen yeah. Klopp has brought them back. And not only to be not the butt of the joke, like all of a sudden now, like you're the best in the world. Well, I know that there's so many parallels between them and the Red Sox, but it does feel like that, right? Where it's like, this is a massive legendary club. And it it took though a special couple years for that team to finally shake some of the years and years of history of being really, really good and really, really close, but never getting the job done. And that's where I feel like Liverpool has gone under Jurgen Klopp is they, yes, tons of history, tons of everything, but never getting that final piece of the puzzle. And now they have. So, and, and so he's got a few more, you know, trophies to win possibly this year well, trying I mean, to he can they can win everything that's what i'm <laughs> like, saying right can, i'm like saying you thought city's treble was good last year they're like in they're, play for everything they're, right now I, they're gonna be in just trophy hoarding mode if they yeah if they can get the job done but and if darwin nunez didn't strike the post four times in one game well did that did it matter no <laughs> that's what's scary <laughs> that's what's terrifying about them ask chelsea about how good that team is right they we just saw what they did in the midweek so yeah, Jurgen Klopp out. Uh, sad to see him go. And he is definitely one of those guys talking about that podcast idea. Someone that has been so influential. I think clearly right now, if you talk to any soccer fan or anyone of the last 10 years who's become a fan of soccer, they are very familiar with his career. Yeah, 10 years from now, right? That's the type of guy where people just getting into the sport would say, yeah, what? I know I've heard of him. I know he's really good. Like what? What made everybody love him so much? Yeah. And it's like, oh, sit down. He's Let just me so, tell you. I mean, so passionate for the club. And you and I were talking about a couple of weeks ago, like the social media video that came out about one of their fans. And like he brought him to the training ground. He was like, you know, I saw this video of you, you singing, never, you'll never walk alone at Anfield. He's like, and then I cried. He's like, yeah. you know, he's like, I'm tearing up about it. And just, I mean, to have that kind of a guy reinstill the, the tradition and the excellence, you know, at, at, at Liverpool. Again, I, I am not a fan of Liverpool. I disdain Liverpool, but I can also, at the same time, have a different vision and a different mode, like tip the cap. Like that guy, unbelievable human being, has brought in unbelievable players to represent Liverpool at the level that they are at the world stage, and they've won a hell of a lot of games in doing it. Like I'm going to be, to be honest, I'll be sad. Like I'm happy that he's leaving Liverpool, yeah, yeah. but I'll be sad that he's out of the Premier League. Like I, I love him. He's it's, He's awesome. It's good for every other team that's not Liverpool that he's leaving. Yes but it's bad for the sport. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like just not, I mean, I'm sure he'll eventually, he may pop up again and manage again. He may not. He's kind of an interesting guy, but uh, you know, this may be the last time you see him managing at a high level. You never know. There's only Um, one spot for him to go, which is immediately after leaving Liverpool. He's going to take the break. We're all familiar with the video. Like I'm exhausted. I'm tired. You know, like take a break. He will. I'm what is the day? It's February 1st, 2024. We're 28 months away from the World Cup starting. <laughs> he will be the manager of Germany when they come here. That would be. That's my. That, I'm you know putting, what? That's I'm a, putting that, I love that prediction. I'm that's, putting that into the ether right now. That makes a lot of sense, though. Yeah. Because that's the type of thing where it's not that it doesn't take a lot of energy to do that job, but it's not like being week in, week out, the yeah. manager of and look at a, what they've English done. Premier League team. I mean, they have just. Yeah. Like since they won the World Cup, man, they have gone way down. Yeah, they have they need a rejuvenation. It's almost like they need someone who can bring the passion in like he did right. at Liverpool, right? So he would make a lot of sense there. So who's his replacement at Liverpool? There are rumors circulating about a v a, or a B. It's a guy who's a pretty legendary player in his own right and now has been doing good things in Germany, ironically enough, at Bayer Leverkusen. 
That is uh, Xabi Alonso, yeah. who is a Real Madrid legend and yeah. formerly a Liverpool player as well. Great player there. But yeah, man, this is that makes a lot of sense to me. Played there for a long time. Obviously has a lot of history there. Understands the situation and has proven himself pretty good at a pretty high level club. So that I don't know if he'll reach the levels that Klopp did, but I think that's a pretty good option if that's where they end up going. I think if you look at Bayer Leverkusen, what they have done since he has arrived. Yeah. I mean, they sit top of the Bundesliga right now over Bayern Munich. You look at their team, like you look at the way that they play. It's flashy. It's glitzy. It's awesome. Mm -hmm. He obviously has familiarity playing for Liverpool. Uh, I mean, I don't I don't know if there's another replacement that they're kind of even looking at. I think this is almost like Jurgen Klopp announced that he was going to leave at the end of the year and everyone's like, OK, Jobby's our guy. Like, yeah, Let's go out. Got to be him. Let's go yeah. get him. Yeah. Makes total sense to me. Uh, meanwhile, another guy with an X at the start of his name and almost sounds like the same guy, but it's not. <laughs> Xavi Hernandez, who played at the opposite of Real Madrid, was a Barcelona legend. Yeah. Xavi Hernandez is apparently on his way out at Barcelona. So that is... Uh, not a shock. We talked about it. They have been in free fall pretty, for them. You yeah. know, again, most Barcelona free fall different than other free. Yes, falls. but but it's not at the level it needs. Not to be. a Schalke free fall. No, not well. Hopefully not yet. But yeah, that could. I mean, that's a thing. That's that's a big story, and that's why I I do think the reason I like to put those together is because you know, Xabi Alonso going back to the club where you played is always a dicey proposition yeah. because. There's a chance it doesn't work out. There's, there's a chance not even you don't... A, there's not even a chance. I mean, there's it's a yeah, it's a it's a pretty much assured yeah. is pretty much assured that you will leave not on your own terms. There are rare cases where that is the exception, yeah. but it is by far the other way is the rule, and that is you're likely to be on your way out. So I think the Xavi Hernandez story is one to just if if you're a player like Xavi Alonso, I'm sure he's not going to turn that down, but at some point. Just know that's where you could be headed. And for Liverpool fans too, right? That's where you could be headed is looking at a guy that is fairly beloved at your club and is doing a great job where he is now. You could in a few years be not a fan of that. Like the fact that Klopp is leaving on his own terms too is yeah. another reason why you say, could we get two in a row that do that? Yeah. Ask Manchester United how that went after Sir Alex left on his own terms and then how's it been since? It's been bad. Not having another guy things. that was able to do that, right? Yeah, I mean, there's his own shot on the way out. So many guys you can think of that go back to their old clubs. Like Frank Lampard, obviously, comes oh, to immediate thought. Sure, like of with course. With Chelsea, like that's a disaster. Like, yeah. It's just yeah. more times these end in disasters than they do like parades. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I agree. It's not great. Um, So we wish him the best of luck. Barcelona uh, bringing in who? Oh, I have no idea. I haven't even seen who they're looking at. I haven't I've, either. Yeah. But I'll say this right now. You really want to stir the waters. Mm -hmm. You bring in Zinedine. You pay him whatever. <laughs> oh, he just, he, <laughs> what he, I, he, there's no way. He black hats it. No way he does that. No, no way he does that. <laughs> doesn't need the money. About principle for that guy. What he about Cloppo? Barcelona. Hey, just, <laughs> I'm exhausted. Sorry, how much? How much do you want to pay? Oh, 60 million a year. Sweet. <laughs> I can beat this. Are there financial Diego, Diego Simeone? Do they have financial fair play and all that for coaches? <laughs> I don't know if they do. I don't know if it matters. Uh, speaking of former coaches, get another run. Your guy, Jose Mourinho. Special one. Right, is it happening? Is he coming to Manchester United? United have a coach. They yeah. have a manager. For now. How's that working out Bad. for you? Yeah, right. So Jose Mourinho, obviously, I mean, we talked about this a few weeks ago, out at Roma. Did a great job there. Kind of brought them steady the waters at Roma a little bit. 
And Jose Mourinho, apparently via a podcast, uh, told someone, like, I've got unfinished business at Manchester. I'd really like to go back as the manager. Um, I'm I'm split. By the way, that is just a total thing that most managers never would do is like, I, as you're asking me about a job that has a coach, I have nothing to say about that. I wish that manager nothing but best of luck. No, not Jose. He's like, he's like I got to tell you, I got unfinished business. So whenever that guy kicks it, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'll come and do it myself. You give me the pillow and the silencer and I'll just take care of it myself. Sir Jim Ratcliffe is in ownership <laughs> recently. The, the Glazers, uh, they treated me like crap. But this new guy, no, I think it's the most Jose thing of Jose things. That we That's can, right. That we oh, can yeah. possibly even think of. Um, I'm just, I love... I'm let's just get this out of the way. I love Jose Mourinho. Yes. I am a big, big fan of Jose Mourinho. But everything he brings to a club. style of play. No, I no, hate the style. Exactly of play. Right. I like everything about Jose Mourinho as except- a person. And by that, we mean he's horrible, but he's funny. <laughs> he is so he's funny. Crass. <laughs> like he's just so there's something about him where he's mean, but he's lovable. Like, yeah, and even no, if he, you're not like, even if you haven't been a fan of a team that he's coached, like, in moments when he's almost like the Caleb Porter effect that to a degree, but like the thing that he has that Caleb Porter, I don't think has ever had is charm. Yes. I, I mean, correct. A, a, other than like, obviously different levels, I think as far as managerial, but like he'll excellence. go to the supporter section or whatever. Like, let's just say that, you know, yeah, United that's, are that's playing right. Liverpool. And like I, if United had won like two to one in the last minute, like he'll fly up to the cop and like double birds. Oh, like, yeah, absolutely he's that right. guy. Like when yes. he's your guy, He's your guy. Absolutely. And I don't know if I need to see him be my guy for the second time in a row. Like, I, <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't, I, I'm not I, sure. I, I need to see him be your guy for us. Not my, I'm not, again, I don't know. We talked about him for U.S. national team as a joke. Like, what if? No, that, that wasn't a joke. Stuff- I would love to see him at the national team. <laughs> I mean, I think he would I want to see the American media dealing with him. Like, it would, be, you think people freak out now, like, for soccer fans, like, I'm sure you can relate to this. Where, like, if you're a college sports fan, maybe, and you've heard some people who just watch college sports or just watch the NFL, and they were like, what? Peacock? I never. And it's like, well, okay, I've been here for two or three years. I, Yeah, I'm used to it. They're putting every big game that every soccer team plays is on Peacock. It's It's not on the regular TV. If your team is a terrible team, then you might see them on, like, NBC. (laughs) But if it's like, oh, is two of the best teams in the Premier League are squaring off this weekend, Liverpool and Arsenal, only on Peacock. Right. Ah, but that's just how it goes. So I feel like that's how it would go if Jose ever managed a team in America where people were like, this guy said what? And you're like, yeah, it's, sorry. Welcome to Peacock, man. This Jose Fuck. guy said what? <laughs> no, it's actually. Yeah. Jose it's, Moreno said who now? It's actually Jose. No, it's not, man. It's Jose. No. I, I it's am Portuguese. I am Jose Moreno. It's not Spanish. It's I am Jose Moreno. <laughs> yeah, the first time I heard that, I actually thought it was just British people putting a little stank on the name. Yeah. Like they were because there I will say the British announcers do tend to just say things however they want to, right, I feel right. like a lot of times. So when I first saw it, are they just not saying Jose? And it's like, no, that's he's Portuguese. That's how he says it. So that's how if he that's how he pronounces it. That's the way it's pronounced. I go with him. I mean, would you, you obviously would want to see Jose back at United, right? Of course. How do you I think would, he would, would handle this Marcus Rashford situation? I don't think it would go well for Marcus Rashford. I think, it would, <laughs> I think, I think however well you yeah. think it's going for him now, which it's not great, yeah. I think it would be 10 times worse for him if Jose was the manager. Uh, I think Tenog has a little bit more uh, class than than Jose. But again, I enjoy the three, Jose show. Three Premier League times. <laughs> three. More than all the managers combined. Three. He's <laughs> great. He's uh, so great. You know what? I would... I don't. I honestly don't know how I would feel about it. 
I, I'm not. I, I'm not I can entirely tell you're sure. conflicted on it because I think you, the radio host, podcast host person, Would looks at this it. and is like, it's a. It's, it's a, a gold. It's a. Mi- f- it's a found <laughs> mine of content. Yes. It's just so many things every week. We'd have to talk about. He's been about. toiling away in Italy. It's like I'm not watching much Syria, but if he was back in the Premier League, like he's of course, yes. And how did that go at Roma? By the way, it he's... went fine for and a while. For a while, and then... and then the wheels fell off, like they always do, <laughs> and everybody hated him. Yeah, but in that time, I mean, he he gets you to new heights, and by new heights, I mean you win games one to nothing, where it looks like you're going to lose a hundred times in that game, but somehow you don't. And then he comes out and claims it's the greatest soccer game he's ever managed. And you're like, I've seen you nine soccer that looked better than this for like, as far as entertainment, it was gross soccer, but it's effective soccer for a long amount of time until it's not. And then it falls apart very quick, but I would like to see it just because I think every week watching you figure this out would be fun. But I mean, at this point, I'm along for the roller coaster. So if, if he comes there, I, I root for it. I think with gear and Klopp being out at Liverpool and instead of going with Jobby, they should you should get the Jose Mourinho experience. I think I think yeah, I you think that's great. That. Yeah, but you know I, what? He would beat United twice in a year. You know so what? I would be he would I would be conflicted. I actually want him to manage Nottingham Forest, I think. Is where I, I want to see him in the Reinas just going oh, back and Jesus forth. Could you imagine? Christ. Like <laughs> that would be he's just like who? I, to, I told this who? he'd be like, who? I don't care. Yeah. I don't. I'm not playing your kid. And they'd be like, "Don't you know who we are?" He's like, "No, I don't." Pal, I bench Cristiano Ronaldo at Real Madrid. <laughs> you think I care about you and your spat with this named Greg with oh, three man. G's? Yeah, right. I don't care. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, so a couple things, and then we'll get out of here. I don't think we're we're just gonna do one straight shot here, homie, and just kind of call it a day. Yeah, who cares? There are uh, no rules. I saw this email we got from Wyatt. So thanks for listening, Wyatt. He said, I hope you and Beamer are seeing the absolute carnage that is the Africa Cup of Nations. Massive upsets, Cinderella teams, late drama. This AFCON has it all. Which almost, I got to pause there. That does sound like Stefan from SNL. Like, this AFCON has it all. Mm-hmm. Carnage, massive upsets, Cinderella teams. <laughs> <laughs> Every single team that made the quarterfinal two years ago missed the quarterfinal this year. And the only two teams left that you could call African powers are Nigeria and host Ivory Coast who barely squeaked into the last 16 after finishing third in their group. Cape Verde are in the quarterfinal. They play South Africa, who upset Morocco. And I'm rooting for them because they have Steven Marrera. Yes, they do. But whoever wins, this tournament has been bonkers. The final is on Super Bowl Sunday, so it's a great lead-in. And the Asian Cup has been pretty entertaining as well. I saw in the Asian Cup the other day, Roberto Mancini, remember him? Yeah. He he was managing Saudi Arabia, which was news to me when I saw this video. And they were in a penalty shootout with... South Korea, okay. South Korea or you Japan? Could, I'll say yes. And they were they were down in the shootout, and uh, one of the opposition players had a chance to seal it with a game winning penalty. And uh, Roberto Mancini was just leaving the building <laughs> like before wow. the penalty was even going off. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm out of here, guys. That was I also gotta... the person when he got sacked for Manchester City to take the train away from the stadium. It's like you just got yes, fired. That's right. They have this awesome picture of you and a. Great looking scarf, and you're just on the train with city fans after you got fired. That's amazing. It's incredible. And I cannot imagine how surreal that would be to be like walking into a train and then seeing a guy who just got canned <laughs> right there with you, like, hey, guy, glad you're out of a job, I guess. I don't it, know. It was South Korea who they lost to. Him. Okay. Yeah. Well, on the African Cup of Nations, yes, this is this is what your final eight teams that you have left. Your quarterfinal matchups are as such. Now, these are on Friday and Saturday. Uh, of February 2nd, February 3rd, for those who are listening. Uh, at a time, it's not that. Nigeria and Angola mm-hmm. play at noon on 
uh, February 2nd, uh, the uh, Democratic Republic of Congo, Congo and Guinea play at 3 p.m. on February 2nd, Friday. Then on Saturday, it's Mali versus uh, Cote d'Ivoire, Ivory Coast, at uh, noon on Saturday. And Cape Verde in South Africa, 3 p.m. So, again, no Morocco, no Egypt, none of these, right. like, big-time clubs that you're usually picturing being in these type of situations. Cameroon, gone. Yeah, right. right. All Senegal, these... reigning champs, yeah, gone. Yeah, gone. Like, so all those teams are out. It's incredible. Uh, the semifinal is Wednesday, two semifinal matches, noon and 3 p.m. Eastern on Wednesday, February 7th. The match for third place is Saturday, February 10th. And as Wyatt said, the final is on Super Bowl Sunday at 3 p.m. Now, I am not familiar with where to watch these, full the, disclosure. They're on, they're on BN Sport. Okay. But I, so I'm on YouTube TV. I don't have, I don't have, it I don't have BN Sport. So I'm, I've been unable to watch these games. I've been keeping up on them on Twitter. Yeah. Like I've I've been seeing some clips. Like there was a guy for I think it was Angola the other day, like one of the best goals I've seen all year, like in a long time. Like on the left side of the box, boom, curls it right around the goalie, like awesome. Like on the run, like on yeah, dead sprint. Yeah, yeah. Uh so I mean I've been seeing some of the stuff. I've been hearing, I've been reading about some of the storylines, but unfortunately I have been unable I've been unable to watch. Yeah. I well, it's unfortunate too, but I will just add every time I watch a tournament where it's like, look at this plucky country getting it done and that plucky country getting it done. I'm reminded of the failures of the U.S. soccer system because mm-hmm. I'm like, why, why not for us? We have Copa America coming up. Can we do something like that? I'll be shocked, but I, I hope. Well, we're I, not a plucky underdog, so yeah, that's. Well, I guess in Copa we would be. Well, we we should be in that. What yeah. have we done? Like as yes, Nothing. as a oh, as a as a world power, right? Like, I get it. We're one of the favorites in most everything we go into. But when it comes to soccer, we are kind of like, why can't we expect to do more? And it's like. I, it's because Gio Reyna's parents are fighting. <laughs> that's that's the only reason. Yeah. It's, it's not like there's any other issues with U.S. soccer. It's just, let's make them the scapegoats for everything now for the rest of eternity. When Greg still doesn't win anything seven years from now, it'll be like, <laughs> well, you know, if uh, Gio Reyna's parents weren't so stupid. And be like, yeah, he's out of soccer now, and we're still bad. By the way, he just moved to Nottingham Forest. Giorena did. That's what I said. To try w- to pull them out of relegation. I want to see Jose managing that yeah. situation. I think that'd be quite interesting. But yeah, maybe he'll get some minutes, and we'll get to see what he does in the Premier League. I mean, that's the under. To on one hand of that, I was like, he's going from a bigger club to a smaller club. But on the other hand, he is coming to the Premier League, so you'll get to see him on a bigger stage, I guess, than what you would. Although Champions League is obviously a huge stage, she's not really featuring in those matches anyway. But you know, this is. Yeah, big stage for him. Uh, if you're Nottingham Forest and you want to watch Gio Reyna, or if you're not a Nottingham Forest and you just want to watch him, uh, that group meets at Derive on High Street in Clintonville. Yeah, that's right. They have a supporters group here locally. The so shout Central to them. Ohio or Columbus Trickies, I believe. Trickies? Yeah. Is that right? Okay. I think, I, I'm not a Nottingham Forest fan. That's right. But that's the Ohio Trickies, I think. It's too bad they're the, not the Naughties. Right. The, <laughs> no, I'm sure that's Change. Not. Yeah, I'm sure they're going to be real thrilled. <laughs> You should change your name. Yeah, right. It's not like they're they're basing that off of the club's history and nicknames that the club has established. That's us. I'm just like, hey, bestowing like, a nickname. Why don't you call yourselves the Naughty Pines? You yeah. know what I mean? Hey, there's one. There actually is. You go to Naughty Pines. Sure, why not? <laughs> I've been there in years. Uh, I know. Me either. Should go back. Uh, do you have? Is there a neighbor Eric? Anything this no, week? No, he he. Ghost us. That's all right. We had Wyatt. So screw you, neighbor Eric. Maybe we'll just get Wyatt to send us something. He left week. me on read yesterday. Oh, wow. Wow. Or read. Red left me on read. I think it's on red. Left me on red. I read yeah, that. Like I read it, but I, I read didn't it. respond it. I read yeah. It. Well, I did. To be fair, we did. We had a situation arrives with our nanny the other day, 
and it, Fran Drescher, <laughs> who lives in your house. Every every. So I texted him. I think I I think I threw off his mojo. So Eric's got a couple of cameras like in his like our driveway in the back, yeah, and then yeah, on the yeah, front yeah. to like you know check on packages and see who's knocking on the door and stuff. And so our nanny, she left yesterday when I got home, and I was like, all right, you know, see you later, see you tomorrow. So then she leaves the house, and then five minutes later she comes she comes back into the house. I'm like, oh, that's weird. You, you never do yeah. that. Did you forget something? She's like, I think I think I forgot my phone. I'm like, okay. She goes, also my car was hit. I'm like, oh, that's not good. Oh no. Because she parks on the you know she parks on the street, and I like go outside. I go outside with her, and like there was a you know not a dent, but like the bottom part of her bumper was like off. Like, oh, it was kind of yeah, like split and like kind of hanging there. I'm like, oh, that's not good. And so I was texting him yesterday. I'm like, hey, chance your cameras any of that like pick up what's going oh, on gotcha yeah, yeah and yeah. so i think with that with me texting him that i think i derailed him from even thinking about his question ah, i gotcha yeah that makes sense and he said he was going to ask around like the neighborhood facebook group to see if anybody had anything that's all right but good news is that it didn't happen on our street so oh okay all right but it's still bad news bad Sucks, for her stinks for the car yeah 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 that's too bad well hopefully that situation gets resolved and neighbor eric next week i can't wait to hear from your question and we will find out more about the growing FC Schalke development. I'm going to have to pay attention to that the rest of the year. Same. I, that's depressing. I hope that I hope that doesn't happen for them. Save the Schalke. Save the Schalke. Say. Yeah. All right. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. You're listening to Bonavie Media.